ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story for this week, the upcoming Creative Competitor Tournament at Legendary Realms in Lindenhurst, New York, set for Memorial Day weekend, May 28th, 11 a.m. start time. Here is the information that I have on that tournament. We have some new information, too. As of right now, there are two tickets left in stock for this event. $35 per ticket. Supershowthegame.com. Shop section of the website. Event section. Not online event. Event section. This is the only event listed. Two tickets remain. Here are the details about the event. 11 a.m. basically registration time, noon start time, six rounds of play. I don't know if these are bullet rounds or Swiss rounds or some other type of round. I would guess Swiss, but we'll have to see. Six rounds. If your record is four wins, two losses, or better, you should make the top cut. Three and three, there may be a possibility of a play-in. After the six rounds, There's going to be a cut. The play-in matches, if necessary, will be New York rules. After the play-in matches, if necessary, it'll be a cut to a top 16. The top 16 matches will be steel cage matches. Next round in the top cut, the quarterfinal round, dark match stipulation. Semifinal round will be a random stipulation. And the finals match will use the main event stipulation. Diversity will be in effect, meaning that if two people are playing the same competitor, the competitor with the best record moves on to the top cut. All the other people playing that competitor are eliminated from the top cut. Competitors that have the same logo, but different gimmicks will be considered different competitors. So for example, I would say old EC3, versus new EC3, they would not diversify each other out. If I'm reading this correctly, that's what I think that means. The following competitors are booked. Snake Pit, Peter Leinhart, the original version of General Manager John Clace, Funtime Bob, Amazing Red, and The Devil's Advocate. All of them are booked. You cannot use those competitors in the Legendary Realms Creative Competitor Tournaments. All of the 2020 Vision Errata is in effect. All the bans are in effect. Everyone who participates in the tournament will get a set of the legendary promo cards. There's going to be six cards total per what's posted on supershowthegame.com. Again, that is Memorial Day weekend, Sunday, May 28th at Legendary Realms Store, 294 East Montauk Highway, Lindenhurst, New York. The next big in-person event is going to be the gaming convention origins game fair in columbus ohio june 21st through 25th i have no additional news on that besides what i talked about last week seven super show events currently on the website 
three Learn to Play events, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, starting at noon. Four events, Thursday night Cookies Fortune Tournament, Friday night Tag Team Tournament, Saturday afternoon Play Pure Tournament, Saturday evening World Heavyweight Championship Tournament. That's all we have right now. I will give you more news on that when I get it. Those are the two big in-person play events coming up. We've also had, in the last couple of days, a big online event announced. The Cheetah Ian Chambers is once again hosting Cheetah Cup. Cheetah Cup 2 is coming. Cheetah Cup is a create-a-competitor tournament that has a free entry fee. You don't have to pay to play in the tournament. Whoever wins the tournament will receive a free competitor in Super Show the Game paid for by the Cheetah. So first off, thank you to the Cheetah. Thank you to Ian Chambers for that generous donation to the community. Here's how this event is going to work. It's going to be open to anyone who wants to play in it. But there's going to be a division between two types of players. If you're a player that does not have a competitor in Super Show the Game, you'll receive a buy when you sign up into the top cut. You also get the first pick of the competitor that you want to play. Meaning that if somebody in the first group wants, for example, El Super Ombre, and somebody in the second group that I'm about to talk about wants El Super Ombre, the player in the first group will get El Super Ombre. So the first group is players that don't have a competitor in Super Show the Game already. They will get a buy into the top cut. The top cut will be double elimination to a winner. The second group is players that have a competitor in Super Show the Game. They will have to face off in group stages. Every match in the group stage will be a dark match, meaning that spotlight cards are blank. And the discard pile is not public knowledge. You cannot ask your opponent what is in their discard pile. Now, if their opponent moves a card from the discard pile, if it's any card, they don't have to show you. If it's a particular card, they must. So, for example, if they play a card that says add a strike from discard pile to hand, they have to show you it's a strike. But if they just play a card that says add a card, period, from discard pile to hand, they don't have to tell you what it is. That's what a dark match stipulation is. So the players in the second group will play in the group stages. And then after the group stage is completed, best record, I believe, will move on to the top cut. Top cut is double elimination. And they'll be playing under something that the cheetah is calling undisputed rules. What this means is this. If a player loses three turns in a row, they will automatically win the next turn regardless of rolls. Not only will they automatically win, there will be no roll. So, for example, if El Super Ombre is playing against the Rising Sun, the Rising Sun wins three turns in a row. El Super Ombre automatically wins the next turn. There will be no roll. So the Rising Sun, whose gimmick is when he rolls technique, he draws a card. 
he wouldn't even get the roll technique to see if maybe he could draw a card, even though he's automatically losing the turn roll. El Superombre just automatically gets the next turn, period. Bumps do not reset the counter in this, and like a true double elimination, the person coming out of the winner's bracket has to lose twice in the final match to lose. When the player that comes out of the winner's bracket faces the player that comes out of the loser's bracket, if the player from the winner's bracket loses the first match, so it goes down to one match winner take all, that match may use the main event stipulation. It isn't for sure, but it's a possibility. The following competitors are booked. Snake Pit, Funtime Bob, Amazing Red, Peter Lionheart, the original general manager John Clace, and anybody that's banned or restricted due to the 2020 vision rules. Additionally, and I mentioned this earlier, how players in the first group, the players that don't have a competitor, will get first pick over players that do have a competitor in Super Show the Game. Here's the way diversity is going to work. If two players in group one want El Super Ombre, to use El Super Ombre from the previous example, they will cancel each other out. El Super Ombre will effectively be added to the book list. Both players will have to pick a new competitor. Group one will pick their competitors first. Once that's done, it goes to group two. Group two makes their picks. Now, if a person in group two Pick someone that a person in group one already picked. It doesn't cancel out like it did for the group one picks. The person in group two simply has to pick somebody else. They don't add that character to the book list like they did in the first group. Signups are currently open for this tournament. If you want to play in the tournament, reach out to Ian Chambers, the Cheetah, through Facebook Messenger. Let him know that you want to play. If you would fall into the first group, meaning if you don't have a competitor in Super Show the Game, go ahead and pick your competitor now, too. So if you sign up for the event, you don't have a competitor, when you sign up, go ahead and let Cheetah know who you want to play as. If you're in the second group, I believe you can go ahead and let Cheetah know you want to be in the event, but you have to wait until group one is finished picking to pick your competitor. If the winner of the tournament is someone who has not created a competitor in Super Show the Game, they get to create their own competitor. If the winner is someone who's created a competitor, they will pay that forward. They will give that competitor to someone else. Those are the details I have right now on Cheetah Cup 2. No information as to when Cheetah Cup 2 will start, but I will give you more information on Cheetah Cup 2 when I have it. Ongoing tournament updates. First, Faction Wars 4. The finals of Faction Wars 4, that series of matches has begun. As of right now, Impact is leading the higher class 2 to 0. I believe that's just the results from one match. Impact is up 2-0 in the finals of Faction Wars 4. Rising Star 3. We have the finalists for Rising Star 3. The Phil Birch will face Drew Madsen to see who wins the Rising Star 3 tournament. Both men coached 
by the player of the era, John Pulverino. John Pulverino showing his mastery of Super Show the Game, getting both of his players into the finals of Rising Star 3. We've reached the semifinals of the LFF United States Contender Tournament. The two matches in the semifinals are Big Match Pete playing as Johnny T versus the Phil Birch playing as Chloe Mai and Eddie Fury as Raven versus Colin the Chrononaut as Steel Wolf. These matches will be played using the Steel Chair Stipulation. That won the most recent poll on Talk of Universe. The poll was, should the semifinal match be Steel Chair or not? The yeses won, so it's a Steel Chair match in the semifinal round of this tournament. We have results from the Underworld tournament. So there had been an Underworld tournament. Five men, they would each play each other, kind of round robin. And then the top four will get shots at the Underworld belt in that order. So of the five people in the tournament, the bottom finisher, the director of operations, Dave Marisak, unfortunately he won't get a shot at the Underworld Championship through this tournament. The fourth place player using Snake Pit, Ant West. The third place player using himself, Bobby Motherlove in Ohio. Second place using the new version of Matt Stevens, the big guy, and the winner with the Witch's Apprentice, Eddie Fury. Eddie Fury will get a shot at the Underworld Championship. The big guy will get the next shot. Bobby O will get a shot after that, and Ant West will get a shot after Bobby O. That is how that tournament worked out. Congratulations to those men for earning themselves a shot at the most prestigious championship, the LFF Underworld Championship. The Chibi's Seat of Power Season 2 Tournament of Champions has wrapped up. The finalists were Chris Pate playing as X-Royce, X-Royce being played under the pre-2023 revisions because that's how long ago this tournament started. And Candyman Dan playing as Bjorn the Norseman. Candyman Dan won the Season 1 tournament. They face off in a main event match, and the winner, once again, Candyman Dan. Candyman Dan goes back-to-back in the Chibi's Tournament of Champions, winning Season 1 and Season 2. So, Season 3 will start May 18th. That's this Thursday coming up. We will have Seat of Power tournaments running. Seat of Power tournaments, as far as how they work practically, work pretty much like every other Chibi's Thursday night tournament. The difference is the top two per each tournament will get into the Tournament of Champions. So first and second place make the Tournament of Champions. If someone in first or second place in a particular Seat of Power tournament has already qualified, it'll go to the next person. So if in, for example, Seat of Power Tournament Week 3, the winner 
and the runner-up, both already qualified, third place and fourth place would qualify. That's how that'll work. But two people from each tournament will make the Tournament of Champions for Season 3. This is going to run for eight weeks. There will be a break in here, specifically mid-August. There will be a break. Chibi will not be running events in mid-August. So be aware that there's a break. I don't know if there's going to be a break for things like Origins Week. We'll have to see. But there's definitely going to be a break. But there will be eight tournaments. And then Chibi's Tournament of Champions will kick off. No date and time specifically on those. Other than they're going to happen starting this week, May 18th. CCC. The fourth match of the first round of the 20. 23 create a competitor competition is in the books it's over it ran from this past wednesday through saturday it did not start at 10 p.m eastern it keeps starting at 11 p.m eastern i don't know if there's some confusion involving time zones because pat mulligan who runs the ccc is in the central time zone i hope that's not happening but it did not start at 10 it started at 11 I believe that it still ended around 10 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. There were around 900 votes in this week's contest, which saw the Phil Birch, Moxie, and the New York Phenom square off the Phil Birch created by Phil Birch, Moxie created by Colton Jankowski, and the New York Phenom created by Jason Fosson. As far as promos go, I never saw any promo videos from any of the three people involved. If I missed them, I'm sorry. I didn't see any promos from any of the three in particular. I did see a post from Moxie. I did see a post from the Phil Birch. These were just text posts. And I saw a lot of people in the Phil Birch's faction, the big picture, make videos on his behalf. But I saw nothing from him specifically. If he or anyone else made videos and I missed them, I'm sorry. Again, I'm not a fan of this. If you're going to ask people to put you through to the next round, get out there and put on a show. Be the star of your own campaign. That's the CCC. Normally, we would find out who wins on the May 17th episode of Talk of the Universe, but as I reported last week, and I don't have any information to contradict this, there will be no episode of Talk of the Universe this week. It will just be the six-man birdcage to be a contender for the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. Maybe they'll announce the winner during the broadcast? We'll have to see. Hopefully they announce the winner this week, and if they stick to the pattern they've been doing, We'll find out who's in match five next week on the 24th during Talk of the Universe. That's the CCC news. Product release news. The CEO of SRG Universe, the founder and creator of Super Show the Game, has announced that the company will be producing a steel chain deck. It's going to be a 27-card deck. 19 of those cards will be new. 
if you are interested in getting art commissioned for either an alt art card from that deck or a brand new card from that deck. Those are on sale now. The prices run from $75 through $100 per card, depending on if it's an alt art card or an original. And if you're going to use Elvis Negrampa as your artist or Val Terosa as your artist, those are the two choices for artists. If you're interested in that, that is on supershowthegame.com under shop, under the create your own section. That's going to do it for the bulk of the news from this week. Let me talk about featured matches and online tournaments from this past week. I will start with the featured match from Tuesday night, the Intergalactic Championship match. I'd mentioned that the Intergalactic Championship was going to be defended. I didn't know who the challenger would be. We found out Tuesday night after Dojo on twitch.tv slash srguniverse, the challenger was Jared Bridge. Jared Bridge would take EDM and challenge Citizen X for the championship. Citizen X decided to use General Lee Wong in this match. Standard singles match went to crowd meter three. The winner, new champion, Jared Bridge. Congratulations to Jared Bridge. I've played with him a lot. I've tagged with him at many conventions. Happy to see him win his first big LFF championship. Congratulations, Jared, for your victory. The other featured match from this week, the Deep South Championship. The champion, Prince Butters, playing as Unicorn Princess, faced off against challenger Johnny Korea from the big picture, playing as himself. Standard singles match, went to crowd meter two. Johnny Korea ends up accidentally running three skill cards, so his card number 14 his stop for submissions is considered blank. That's how they dealt with him running three skill cards. This hurt him because Prince Butters was able to hit a submission and at crowd meter two win the match, retain the championship. Congratulations to Prince Butters for a successful defense. There was a third match that was on Chibi's Twitch page. That was the Seat of Power Tournament of Champions. That already gave you the results. Candyman Dan defeated Chris Pate and won his second Tournament of Champions for the Seat of Power. There were two tournaments from this past week, online tournaments. The first Monday night tournament, not run by the consigliere to the SRG BOSS Brian Schmidt. He took the week off. Instead, your Deep South champion, Prince Butters, ran the event. 20 players in this event, four groups, five players per group, top two per group advance into the top cuts. The quarterfinal round, per the information I have, was a no disqualification match that started at crowd meter one. That's extremely similar to New York rules. The difference is New York rules has countouts. No disqualification matches do not have countouts. That was the quarterfinals, semifinals. Submission matches, the finals match, and the third place match were steel cage matches. Top four in this event were in fourth place, playing as Candyman, 
the TVA commissioner, Drew Madsen. In third place, playing as Brett the Metalhead, Ken Fouché. The finalists were the judge, Tim Riley, as Shogun, and James Booker as Gia de los Muertos with the winner, James Booker with Gia. Congratulations to James Booker. Thursday night, we have Chibi's Thursday Night Fights, the last one before the Seat of Power events kick off. 28 players in this week's event. There were four groups of five players, two groups of four players. Top two per group advance into the top cut. So we have a top cut of 12. Opening round of the top cut, New York Rules matches. That gets us to a top six. The top six face off in triad matches. This brings us down to two finalists, and they square off in a submission match. Top four here were, in fourth place, playing as Helen, it's just listed as Aaron. I don't know if this is Arcade Addict Aaron or a different Aaron, but it just says Aaron. In third place, playing as Duff Martin, the Judge Tim Riley. In second place, playing as Fast Hands Cam, the Screaming Danshi, and the winner, playing as Quadruple H, the Beast Michael Kerr. Congratulations to the Beast for winning Chibi's Thursday Night Fights. And that is going to do it for this week's events. No Sunday Night Fights this week. They took Sunday Night Fights off due to Mother's Day. As far as events coming up for next week, nothing is currently posted on SuperShowTheGame.com. But expect something Monday. We should expect the first Chibi's Seat of Power Thursday. Dojo Tuesday night, twitch.tv slash With that being said, I'd like to thank all of you for listening, and good day.